You're listening to the Prospect Dugout Network. Join me, Nick Swisher, live on Facebook every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for my hit series, Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Submit your questions for a chance to be on the show at prospectdugout.tv. Thanks again for listening. Last week we were we started off like talking about like swag, right? And you were like, "Oh, I was look at this. This is this is the swag of swag." Well, you got prospect oh! dugout oh, custom cleats. We oh. might have to give these away, bro. That's these are that, one. These are gold one on game. The bottom? Huh? Maybe is that gold on the bottom? Say it ain't. Ooh. It is right there. Maybe. Wow. These are size 10 and a half because I got small feet. Yeah, you, me hang, and you, there you go. Hang with them. <laughs> players hang. weekend, bro. We go get somebody to wear them players weekend, Doc. There you go. All right. Believe it. Look out for I it. I like it. I like it. Watch out. Watch out. Well, guys, we are live here on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. I am Joel Hartman. I'm here with your boy Swish, Nick Swisher, and my co-host Craig Maddox for another episode of Kicking It With your boy swish it's an awesome time where nick gets to dive deep with some live callers so before we get started um just wanted to introduce myself uh co-founder of prospect dugout along with craig maddox and our host uh nick swisher it's all about him right here let's go Uh, nick's a 12-year mlb vet 2009 world series champion and new york yankees special advisor he's got a lot on his plate but he knows what he's talking about uh (laughs) Before we get to our first guest caller, uh, I just want to remind you guys that you can click the share button if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, just so you can let your friends know and your family members know what you're watching and what's going on. We'd appreciate that. Every little bit helps there. Um, don't forget spread to- Spread the love. Spread That's the it. Love. Spread the love. Spread That's that love. It. Don't forget to visit prospectdugout.tv slash swish if you want to submit your question and have a chance to appear live on this show so i think that's a pretty cool opportunity um we're gonna go ahead and get started we're gonna jump right in let's get it first caller uh we have cameron weil he's an outfielder from lamar texas he's 5'10 160 pounds bats left throws right runs a pretty quick 60-yard dash. It's pretty good. We need to get, like, intro music for these guys. Like, yeah, yeah bro. We need to get, like, their walk-up music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and he is, a, he, he is a Weatherford Junior College commit. He's connecting right now. Um, and so we just wait for him to connect. Hey, man, I actually got a chance to look at this uh, kid on go. Instagram a little bit earlier today, bro. This kid's got some swag, bro. He looks good, man. I can't wait to talk to him. I think it's so cool, man. This is so awesome, man. I say this every week, but it's like, it's just such an honor, man. It's so much fun just sitting down here and just literally just talking ball, right? Just talking shop. And maybe in, at, oh, there he is, bro. There he is. <laughs> He's connecting. Connecting to audio. All right. I think it's just so much fun, man. This is awesome, bro. We got to keep doing this. This is dope. Oh, for sure. This is dope. Cameron, you got headphones or something you can plug in? Is it saying? Oh, he hadn't, he hadn't gone to the audio yet. All right. Can you hear us, Cameron? Maybe a thumbs up if you can hear us. It gets funny. Yeah. <laughs> All the teachers at school be like, hey, everyone in the class can hear us. Give us a thumbs up. My, and my daughter's like, hey, you know what I mean? 
have you seen have you seen those videos going around instagram where they have like they prank the teachers on the zoom calls? oh yeah and i saw one the other day somebody had like their cell phone like up on the thing right of the guy's face just sitting there i was like bro that was genius man. so genius uh, well it looks like we're having technical difficulties uh with cameron so i'm gonna go right, we'll put, I'm, we'll yeah, I'm gonna put him back in the waiting room and then bring in uh our next guest will make this work we're going to go with uh maddox bruns oh he is, yeah 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 he is a left-handed pitcher mississippi state yes sir mississippi state commit from Saraland, alabama he's actually up to 91 miles an hour on the mound uh, so he's connecting now looks like we're having some slow internet connection tonight i don't know what's going on but that's okay there we go we need to do like a zoom call-in tutorial Nah, bro. Come on. It's all right. They coming. But hey, <laughs> by the way, uh, the fact that we have all these like commits is awesome, bro. Like we're bringing some ball. Oh, there he there is. He What's up, homie? What's going on? How What's you up, doing, buddy? my man? I'm I'm doing all right, man. What you been up to, bro? Since this uh, quarantine thing lately, man. How you been doing? How you been holding up? I'm good. I'm just trying to work out and get my school done so I can go throw and work out soon. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? You you like virtual school better than real school? It is shorter, right? Uh, yeah. I You can get stuff done during the day, so I, it's fine. Nice, man. Nice. So, Joel, what do you got, man? What's up? Maddox, what you got, buddy? What you got? What's your question for uh, for Nick? Oh, I was going to ask you, what's some, uh, like, commonalities you see in MLB pitchers that are successful and stay in the league? Uh, I mean, for a pitcher, for, in, in, in my opinion, I feel like the game has drastically changed since I've been there. Obviously, the, all you see is just guys lighting up the radar gun. But in my yeah. opinion, I played in, in, in two of the best left-handed pitchers, I think, in the game ever, CC Sabathia and Andy Pettit. And those guys weren't throwing 98, 99 miles an hour, especially when I was playing it. Maybe CeCe was in the beginning. But I think if there's anything that I could really push and, and something that if, if I was a coach or if I was a pitching coach, I would stress location, location, location. That's it, bro. Because at the end of the day, if you get, when you get to the big leagues and you start seeing these guys, it doesn't matter how fast you throw. If you miss spots – and you and, and everything's right, you know, waist high, and you miss your spots, bro. These guys are going to make you pay. So I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is that the guys that have the most success, I think whether you're like a Jamie Moyer or you're like an Araldus Chapman, is a lot of that stuff has to do with location and where they're throwing their pitches. And I did some research on you, bro, and I saw some of your Instagram stuff. And like, come on, bro, Mississippi State, bro, you are going to have an absolute blast, bro. That place is crazy cool. And I wanted to ask okay. you, out of all the places you went, what was it about Mississippi State that really made you want to go there? Oh, it's a different atmosphere. The fans there are crazy, and they, they really value baseball a lot. So I like that. Oh, bro, big time, man. I got to play there when I was at Ohio State. We came down. What is Starkville, right? You know, Stark Vegas, right? Yes, That's what they call it? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yes, been there for sure. So that's it, man. But I wish you the best of luck, homie. I mean, like, at the end of the day, Thank bro, you. like, pitching is hard. And there's a lot of good guys out there. But I'm telling you, man, if uh, I think if you hit your spots and you know what's best and you can attack people's weaknesses, I think you're going to be successful. I think uh, mound presence is crucial. Uh, I think some of the best I've ever played would just have that mound presence. Just you know. 
that they're going to be successful. Like they are not going to be, get beat. Because even as a hitter, if I look at you on the mound and you're unsure of yourself, homie, I'm coming, right? And I'm coming. It's like blood in the water, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I think at the end of the day, man, I would preach location and mound presence because your work ethic is your work ethic. I mean, there's, there's, you go to college, bro, these dudes are going to make you work. So for myself, I'm so excited to see the growth of who you are now compared to who you are like two, three years from now, because you're going to notice a lot of growth in yourself. And just from me to you, bro, just understand how your body works, right? You are you, yes, and that's what makes you special. So understand how that works, because for you, man, you, I think pitching is like a rhythm, right? It's just a feeling, right? Like, especially for me as a hitter, I always felt very rhythmic when I was at the plate. So I'm sure for you, bro, when you're locked and loaded, bro, and you're just feeling super good about yourself, you know what that feels like. Don't ever forget that thought, because when times do get tough, you always know what to go back on, you know? Mm-hmm. Maddox, I was watching that video of you dicing those guys up. I think you were playing for USA Baseball. Um, it was a video yes, that, we, that we had posted. Dude, you were you were throwing some some curveballs up there, fastballs yeah, up there. Bro, guys yeah, bro, that big yak dude. too, bro. That big yak coming down. <laughs> they just they had no clue what was going on. So talk to us real quick a little bit about like your uh, approach on the mound. Like what was going through your head in, in that outing right there? Uh, I was just trying to fill it up, make sense some curveballs, sliders, changeups, but uh. I think it's a lot. It changed a lot since then. Uh, changed the arm action a little bit. It was a little had a stab in it, kind of a hit. So I've been working on fixing that and uh, just get gaining some command and learn how to pitch a little bit more since then. That's it, man. Because at the end of the day, but you're going to turn into a pitcher, not just a thrower. You know? Because I mm-hmm. think once you start to know exactly where you need to be. Uh, it's so cool, man, because it's like, we're going to see you now. And Joel and Craig, we're going to see this dude here like a couple of years, bro. I'm probably first rounder at some point, you know? So it's just kind of like, it's cool, man, to be able to talk to you right now at this phase of your career and to watch you grow, especially through like a, a lens like Prospect Dugout, man, because like, you know, we want to develop that cool community. And bro, it's so awesome to have you on here, man. And it's so awesome to meet you, bro. Continued success. I wish you the best of luck, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you. All righty, my man. Take care. Thanks, buddy. You too. Thank you. Woo, bro. Hey, I Ooh. promise you that dude is laser focused. When he <laughs> yeah, gets he is. Ain't no doubt about it. There ain't no messing around with that dude. He is ready. That's it. That's it, man. You yeah, know, I just think sure. like it's, it's so cool because we not only have hitters, we have pitchers that come on here. And I think that's what's so great because you get such a different perspective. Obviously, for Craig and I, we – we love the hitting side of things. Yeah. But it's so cool to have these pitchers come on and ask questions about that because I think pitchers can learn a lot from hitters and, well, hitters and learn and a lot gotta, from pitchers. You got to think too, like the high school guys, most of them are pitching and hitting. So really they haven't quite yeah, figured true. out exactly what right. route they're going to go. So maybe, you know, be doing both and having both come on here, it can help, you know, lead someone that's watching into a you know, specific direction. Well, yeah, because yeah, the information the information flow is where it's at. Like, I had a conversation with with a group the other day about like pitch recognition and how you know it's good for hitters to communicate with pitchers on what they see because a pitcher might think that oh you know my my slider bites hard, but a hitter might say but I you know I see it out of the hand good right. it doesn't right. all that but kind of Craig, stuff. That's so what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. even you as a, as a as a hitting coach, I mean, it's like you miss location, bro. It's over. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how hard you throw, how good your stuff is. If you're missing in the middle part of the plate, it's going to be a long day for you. That's it. No hey, before, before we get back to, we're going to get back to Cameron Weil. Uh, before we get there, I want to, 
do a little do a little game right here with Nick uh, just to get you guys a little bit more familiar. All with right, I'm ready, bro. Nick. I've been watching Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, bro. I'm competitive. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, um, this is a new segment on uh, this episode of Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Uh, we're going to do a, a pitch clock segment. So I'm going to give Nick about oh, okay. 20, 20 seconds to uh, run through these questions. They're easy questions, but I just want to hear your answer. So let's start the clock. Uh, Nick, what is your favorite pregame meal? Oh, uh a burger bro a burger. <laughs> nick are you a night owl or a morning person no i'm a morning guy bro i wake up early what time you wake up uh 5 6 o'clock come on man i got two little girls bro <laughs> we're up and moving okay are you a coffee drinker or something else coffee bro all day dog. no red bulls no red bulls or monsters? no 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 used to be a red bull guy can't take them sugars anymore bro as i'm getting older you know gotta cut That's them it. sugars out bro black okay. coffee baby it's where it's at <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was awesome. Let's, um, <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing camera back in. Uh, there he is. Hopefully he's got the audio figured out. Oh, he uh, got it. He got it. He's in there. Oh no, oh. he left. He'll come back. He'll come back. That's cool. He'll come um, back. okay. That so, was fun, man. That's great. bro. I like that stuff. Let's, let's jump. I got another one ready to go. We're going to jump ready. Uh, ready. to our, to our next guest in line. My man, Ryan Falks. Uh, he is a San Diego He's a San Diego State commit. I know, man. Come on, Dude, bro. We got some ballers on here today, He's some legit guys. He's an infielder from Rancho Santa Margarita, California. What a town name. <laughs> he's Cali boy, baby. That's it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. He's connecting right now. All right. <clears throat> oh, there he is. What's up, kid? What's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going? Doing good, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, this is a question I haven't asked anybody yet. I want to do your Zoom in your house, bro. What was that? Sorry, I couldn't. Oh, that's all right. I said, how do, you, how do you know where you want to do your Zoom in your house? Oh, I have no idea. I'm just doing it in my room. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, we are absolutely stoked to have you, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Of course, happy to be here. Yeah, man. So, hey, before we start, man, I got a couple of questions for you just in general. And I feel like this is now like we've had to start second college commit, which is great, man. It's awesome to see you guys where you are now. What was it about sure. San Diego State that just made it be the place for you, right? So, first of all, the coaching staff is absolutely amazing. And the location, San Diego, you can't get much better than that. So. No, 75 and sunny every day, homie. Because exactly. I seen your Instagram post and I saw it was awesome. And obviously I know, you know, RIP Tony Gwynn uh, was an, obviously an amazing player and then an amazing coach as well. So I can understand that the, um, uh, the tradition over there and the pride that they have in their program is probably pretty high. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So what are you doing right now, man? I mean, this quarantine's kind of crazy. Everybody's kind of inside. I mean, I, I know you're trying to get your workouts, and, and I'm not worried about that because somebody like you, bro, you've got things to prove. You want to make sure you're ready. But on that emotional side of things, because you don't necessarily know what's going to happen, right? You don't necessarily know when seasons are going to fire back up. How are you holding up with all that stuff? Just trying to stay positive mostly. Just look forward to playing again. Looking forward to playing with my teammates again. I missed that most of all, but just trying to stay focused and keep going. Yeah, man, I hear you, bro. I think, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm retired now, bro. That's what I miss the most, just being around the homies, yeah. right? Just being around yeah, the guys, just like sharing those fun stories, whether it happened to you at school or like maybe your mom yelled at you or whatever it was, man, you know? 
like that's super cool because that camaraderie is something that they you, you can't replicate it right like in individual yeah. sports not the same as baseball right uh-uh, all right man well, what do you got for me bro you got anything for me yeah um did you enjoy the grind or was it something you just knew you had to do to get to where you wanted to go um bro I, i'm i'm retired i'm still grinding bro <laughs> i'm still grinding like i'm a grinder right like literally i just i feel like i was just one of those blue collar guys that just had to drill it in there so yeah like doing things over and over and over and over it, it's it, the monotony of everything but for myself that's what worked the best for me obviously for myself i, I would I can't always say my way is the best way, but for myself, that's what it did, right? And that's, and I think it all branches back to your work ethic and what exactly, like, how you want to be perceived, like what you want to do with your life, bro. You know what I'm saying? You want, you're like, you want the fame, right? You, you want the cars, you, you want the house, right? I mean, like, I always tell people, whatever it is you want, don't feel bad of something that drives you. But I do say this, and we talked about this last week as well, Craig and Joel, you can, you can kind of back me up, mm -hmm. like, you have to find something within you, bro, that nobody mm -hmm. else has. It, it's, and it's, it's funny because I remember, uh, do you remember the baseball player Orlando Cabrera? Bro, he had like oh, uh, an amazing career, bro. He was a G, dude. And so anyways, he came up with the Montreal Expos at the time. And for them, it was him and Vladimir Guerrero. And all of a sudden, I'm looking back at his pictures because uh, I played with him with the White Sox in 2008. And I was like, bro, like, you, he had like a little blonde, like mini fro, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro, why did you dye it blonde? And he was like, man, we had to find something that made us different, right? And that's what worked for me. So I'm not saying dye your hair, but I'm saying something has to be done either within you or on the outside of you that nobody else has. Because I say this a lot, even as an evaluator now, the, the difference between levels in the game is so close. It's so slim. So now a lot of things are done, you know, on projections and how you're going to be. But for myself, baby, like, I want baseball players. Like, I want the grinders, bro. I want that fool that ain't scared to dive up the middle, bro. Wait, he got, like, he does that donkey slide, bro. He got his skinned up nose, bro. Like, forearm just ripped up. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, man, you have to love the grind. Because I don't know if you're watching The Last Dance, and I've been basing a lot of stuff on Michael Jordan as of late, bro. But, like, the strive for greatness is a lifestyle. It is not just something you just turn on and turn off. That's just, that's just not how it is. It, it has to be something that you want to do. And so I think for you, on this, door, on this first step to greatness for you, bro, and going to the collegiate level, it's like, this is your time to shine, right? And I can promise you, bro, if you're grinding now and you're doing everything you're supposed to, when it's time to come back, it's going to be noticeable. People are going to see. I can promise you, bro. Cause it's like the first day when you come into like spring training for us, like with the Yankees, you're just looking around you're like, wow, bro, he's been working. Oh man. Oh, Hey man. Hey, that, that Ryan, that Fox kid, bro. He's been grinding. I can tell, bro. Look at it. He's ready. He's got something different in his eyes. So I think just in general, man, like you gotta, you gotta reach in there. You gotta find something. I also think like, it's not always fun, but like, come on, baby. It's like life isn't always fun. Sometimes you get knocked down and it hurts. But for me, man, I was just, I was always getting, I was always going to get back up. You know what I mean? It was almost like Steve Kerr, like standing up to Michael Jordan, bro. You know, when he punched him in the chest, like Steve Kerr, you punched Michael Jordan, bro. But at the end of the day, Michael Jordan said, I respect Steve Kerr. And so I think, you know, just like you find what you need to do because you're different than everybody else, bro. So I think you're in an unbelievable spot and 
take advantage of it, Brooks. I'm, I'm sure there's a, a million kids that are watching this right now that wish they were in your spot going to San Diego State, bro. Going to the beach, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and your flip-flops, you know? So I think for you, man, you're in an awesome spot, man. I'm so happy that you called in. I mean, Joel, Craig, I mean, like, we love this, man. Like, for you to come on and just take some of your time to just rap with us, bro, is great, man. We really enjoy this, bro. I actually, Ryan, I want to ask you a question. I want to get your thought process actually behind that question. Like, you're committed to San Diego State, but you're, you're coming on to ask. It's a, it's a weird question because – you know, it's a touchy subject. Like you have to grind to get through anything that you're trying to do. And it's like, you persevere and you, you put up with the failure and things like that because you love it. But like, is, is there something like underlying behind that? Like you're, I mean, I don't know what, what, what kind of was the motivation behind that question? Not necessarily like personal experience. I was just uh, thinking for down the line, if like times get hard or whatever, just, I was just asking like pushing through it or yeah. Like, do you really enjoy it, or do you well, no, hey, get through it because that's what you want to, what you want to do? Yeah, well, I mean, sure. all three of these guys on this call right now can tell you, bro, failure sucks. Like, it hurts. Yeah. It's not fun. But I promise you, at some point in your life, bro, you're gonna run into it. For myself, it happened in Double A. Where I was just like, oh my gosh, everybody's as good as me. And that was a crazy thought process to me because my whole way up, it was just like in high school, it was like playing you know playing like nintendo it's like you just you knew what you were gonna do you just knew it was gonna be a great game it's almost like hey man i'm gonna hit three homers today not just two bro because i can't but then all of a sudden you know that that competition level catches up and that's where i think some athletes miss the boat because for the first time in your life you struggle and that is the hardest time in your life i can promise you bro I don't know when you're going to run into it. And by the way, man, I hope to God you're Mike Trout, bro. And you never <laughs> run into it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I think you're going to hit some hard times at some point. And you have to be able to know how to get through that. It's not just all athleticism, bro. It's a lot of mental stuff too. So don't neglect your brain. Don't neglect your mind. Work on that mental side of things. I'm telling you, bro, because if you can get yourself there and you can understand how all of this works for you, you're already ahead of the game. Because talk to Craig, bro. He's, he's coaching in the minor leagues. He sees these dudes go through these problems firsthand. And Craig, what are they going to do, bro? Are they going to lay down? Are they going to get back up? Right, exactly. And I think it's, it's understanding that you're going to run into adversity. And if you can wrap your head around that, then you've, you've already beat it by the yeah. time it's there. Yeah, because it's not, it's not as scary. It's not as right. scary. It's, it's, hey, like, I knew this was coming. This was coming, and guess what? It's, it's, it's going to be a process, but I'm going to get through it. Like that's, it's, it's like that cliche thing, like trust the process and embrace the process. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so true. If you can evaluate and say, hey, listen, like I might not struggle now in high school. I might not even struggle in college. But, you know, if I get – maybe I get to single A or high A, double A, triple A, whatever, I'm going to run into my first wall. You're like, going to hit it. I'm going to put – yeah, but I'm going to be ready and I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to run right through it and figure right. it out. Because your, your struggles in life and especially in the game of baseball, will, you will remember those more than you'll remember the, the easy times. Just oh, like yeah. just like Nick was just touching on, he just he pointed out a time in his life in Double A when he met his struggle. Oh, cuz yeah. you should have seen me, Rhino. Right. I was on like my back porch, like trying to tape up my bats differently, like <laughs> every night, bro. Like 
trying to think that like taping up my bats was going to help me get my swing back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, know you, know who you are, bro. Like be you. And I'm telling you, man, at the end of the day, bro, you're going to appreciate the journey because that at the end of the day, man, no one takes that away from you because you can just turn it back and you know exactly what that felt like. And for an old timer like me, bro, like on the, on the <laughs> tail end of that career, it's cool because not a lot of people can say they did it. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, before we let you go, I just want, Nick, I got to piggyback off you again, man, because you said something and I want to, I want to go back to it. You said to Ryan, you said, I hope that you never mess up. I hope you, you, you're like Mike Trout and you just have all the success, but I want to say, I bet you Mike Trout faces a lot of failure and that's what makes him the player that he is because you go through, you go through struggles early on how you react to those struggles at the beginning of your life, at the beginning of what you're trying to do with something is going to shape how you react to future struggles. Because totally, bro. Totally. just like we've yeah. talked about this a couple times on these shows on the show is that when I go from travel ball to high school ball, less kids are playing, but the kids that are playing are better high school to college, same process. So the higher you go up, the failure is going to be harder. It's going to be a harder failure. It's going to be something that's going to take more thought process. So I feel like you said, I hope you're Mike Trout that you don't fail, but I feel like I hope you are Mike Trout and learn how to use your failure stronger. <laughs> Either way, we player. want you to be Mike Trout. Bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and it's all relative, I think, because what, what if we don't really know Mike Trout and hitting 350 every year is – is his view of failure when he feels like he should be hitting 450. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so Jordan, it's all relative to who you are and it's, yeah. and it's about perspective. It's awesome. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for coming on homie. Thank, thank you for having me. All right, baby. You got it, man. Take care. All right, brother. Dude, this is awesome, man. Like, right. By the way, come on, dude. How cool is that <sighs> to be able to have somebody number one, trust you enough to ask you a question like, Hey man, do you enjoy the grind? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah. hey, you know what? Listen, man, I played with some guys in the minor leagues and also in the big leagues that didn't even like baseball. Right. They were just good at it. There's a yeah. difference, right? That guy is just the big man upstairs just said, and just blessed them with an yeah. unbelievable ability to do something mm-hmm. for me, bro. Yeah. It's like, bro, if I didn't have the grind and I didn't have those hardships, what type of person would I be? Right. I would expect, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you, you have to learn a lot about yourself through those hard times, like you were saying. Right. Yeah. And, and the grind sometimes I think, you know, high school guys don't see it as much as maybe oh, no. a guy in college no. that plays summer ball or a, or a minor league guy. Like the grind becomes a lot less about baseball and more about life. because you start missing your buddy's weddings you start missing like i used to tell people hey man baseball is still a job because on fourth of july when you're out on the boat drinking with your buddies like i'm in the locker room getting ready to play in front of yeah well at the end of the day man two thousand drunk people that are screaming at me because (laughs) they just spent all day on the lake (laughs) having a good time so you know it's the, sac- it. it's the sacrifice you make, but, I mean, it's obviously well worth, you know, being able to say that you play professional baseball. I mean, it's I th- the give and take. Yeah, I think, to me, honestly, I like the grind more than the achievement because I feel like with the grind, you always have something to look forward to. When you get to that level, you're like, now what do I do? 
right? in a like, way. Where, where I, else are you going to go? No, it sounds weird. It, it's, it's, it sounds like a downer, but it's not. It's like you've achieved that, but you just got to keep yourself moving. So I feel like, I mean, I enjoy the grind. I, I like the Every hustle. day, baby. Every That's day, it. man. That's it. Uh, we're here on the hit live stream show, kicking it with your boy Swish, Nick Swisher, New York Yankees 2009 World Series champion. This dude just loves to dive deep with these baseball players, talking <laughs> everything from the mental side of the game uh to mechanical side fundamental analytics you name it we're talking about it um before we get into our next caller nick i want to i want to i want to dive deep with you uh, we're <laughs> at it hit me we're adding um a couple of segments and so we did the pitch clock earlier but now i want to i want to talk to you about would you ever entertain uh going on dancing with the stars ah uh, yes <laughs> hey i'm telling you man like that is something. Hey, David Ross did that. Well, obviously he's, he's managing with the, with the Cubs right now, but I'm telling you, he said he had so much fun. And he also said he's never been in better shape in his life. Bro. He's like, Doc, he's like, man, I was shredded, right? You're dancing like how many hours a day trying yeah. to, cor- you know, learn different, you know, choreographed dances. I mean, come on, dude. Like I remember Derek Huff was on my wife's show back in the day. And there was like a dancing scene that they had to do. And this dude, bro, he just glides across them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be out there all rigid and stuff, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing, bro. He'd just be like, you know, like, like just a tipper, like, bro, just like gliding across that thing. I mean, hey, maybe one of these days, bro. I don't know if yeah. my knees could hold up, but I'll go for it, bro. I'll go for That's it. it. Hey, look, look at this. We're trying to get back to uh, Cameron Wilde. Let's see, his audio is connecting. Hopefully it connects right here. Um, as, he, as we're waiting on his audio, I got some questions in the Facebook uh, stream. Um, there, Cameron, your audio is connected. Just kind of hang out for a minute. Uh, from Scott Blomfield says, I practice with my son every day because of no baseball. How long is too much time to practice? How, well, it dep- I think it depends on how old the kid is, right? Uh, I, I think for myself, the last thing I want to do is burn my kid out right now. Uh, you know, everybody talks about trying to be the best. And yes, I understand that. And it's a grind. But I think at the end of the day, man, like I, I, we talked about this last week, I wasn't trying to like be the best at 10. 12 I was trying to be the best like later in life you know when it when everything really kind of started to work so I think if you're asking me a question uh how long I would say as long as he wants to do it for right like as long as the passion and the love is there for the game and he wakes up every morning and wants to do it they go for it baby feed that it's like my daughter's an equestrian right she she rides horses and she loves it she doesn't necessarily like competing but she loves to go and practice and work on jumping. So you know what I do, bro? I feed her, right? That's I just it. want to feed her. It's like, we always want to give our kids what they, you know, a passion, give them like, you know, a, a love for something. So I think with right now, if, if, you know, if your kid's loving it, baby, keep going for it, man. Like feed them because, you know, I mean, maybe he's going to love it for life, but you never know. That's it. All right. So let's hop in. Cameron. What's up, man? Buddy? There he is, Thanks. bro. What's up, Cam? How are you? Oh man, it took you a minute, bro. It's finally good to talk to you, man. How you doing? I know. <laughs> My internet is not working. Oh <laughs> man. Well, bro, we are we are stoked to have you on, my man. I mean, it's like we had him on once, we had him on twice, third time's a charm. That's you know it. what I'm saying? We That's got it. him on. How you doing these days, bro? How you been? You doing all right? Are you yes, doing sir. All right? Just Trying to get through this quarantine, working out every day. Mm-hmm. How are you? Oh, man, we're doing good, man. We're having so much fun just being able to talk to guys like you. And maybe if there's something one of us can say, you know, we'd like to try and help. I think that 
you know, at the end of the day, I mean, that's this prospect dug it. That's what we want to do, right? We want to be out there. We want to help people. And so for somebody like you <laughs> yes, to call sir. me, bro, like we're stoked about it, man. What do you got for us? I mean, what's the best advice you can give me as an outfielder trying to get through this quarantine, like the best drills I could work on and hitting and throwing wise? Yeah. Uh, I've run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. I think at this point in time, bro, it's hard because you're so limited to what you can do, right? You know, you're not going to be able to go out there and get those full fly balls unless you have, you know, a park or something that you're allowed to go to. Um, I think one thing that I learned young as a rookie, I was, yeah. I was blessed to have a guy by the name of Mark Kotze uh, in my corner and as a veteran when I first came up to the big leagues because for myself, it's like you always try and, like, let your athleticism – be your, you know, be what you use. But for Mark, the one thing he was so good at, bro, was his first step, right? Like being able to read swings. He taught me the art of reading a baseball swing and almost to where I could tell you where they were going to hit it before they hit it. Because for somebody like me, bro, that never ran a six five sixty, right? In the outfield, 70% of your grade is based on your range. 70% range, 30% arm. That's it. That's how you were judged. So for myself, if range is 70%, baby, I'm going to find a way to cover some ground, bro. Because you have to know who you are. Because if you have speed, learn how to use it better. If you don't have speed, learn how to find some speed. And for myself, I found speed in my first step. So I think for if there was any advice that I could give you, it's watch, watch people hitting. Watch swings. You know what I'm saying? Go on YouTube. Watch people's highlights. Watch their swings. Watch somebody go through a game, right? Turn on this KBO stuff and just watch guys and say to yourself, like, okay, this guy looks like he's a little late. Because if he's a right-handed hitter, bro, and he's fouling balls over the first base dugout, if I'm a right fielder, I'm moving towards the line, right? Like, I know from watching those swings, he's late. And if he can't catch up to that fastball, the only way that I'm going to get burned is if he hangs something. He hangs a break him on, then he rips it down the left field line. But that was Brett Gardner's problem while he was in left field. So I think for myself, bro, I would definitely say work on those first steps. Watch the game. Be a student of the game. Not everybody's Tory Hunter. Not everybody's Ichiro Suzuki. Not everybody's Ken Griffey Jr. But you don't have to be Ken Griffey Jr. playing big leagues, right? You can find something that works for you, right? Because that's the coolest part about this is every kid that calls on, that's all we say. You've got to be you. Find what works best for you, right? Get out there. Do your drop steps. Work on your turns, right? Work on your flexibility. Maybe right now you could be stretching a little more. And at the end of the day, maybe your stride is two inches longer than it was before quarantine. Like, try and find the little wins in everything. Because if you look at the whole grand scheme of something, sometimes that's very daunting. And it's like a big, big task. But if we break it down piece by piece by piece, bro, we can do it. Because what, what's the first thing you do if you clean a house? You start by cleaning one room, right? And then you go to the next room and then you go to the next room, right? So I guess what I'm telling you is don't look at the whole grand scheme of things. Look at the little things that maybe you can work on that you might not be as good as you would like to be. Let me jump in real quick because I hear this a lot um, at the younger levels. What Nick, what you said about if you see the guys late, you know, shift a little bit. And a lot of people think that, oh, that, you know, that's just, that's a little league mentality, a little league move. Dude, you're 12 years in the bigs, World Series, yeah, man, special yeah, advisor. Man. And that's your advice right now. So I think that that's something to pay attention to. But one thing I wanted to, to tell you, Cameron, is to kind of piggyback off of what Nick was ending with is you need to work on, in this time, the fundamentals, the, the little things that during a regular season, 
with all your practices, you're, you're probably going to neglect like two drills that I can think of right now that you as an outfielder, I was an outfielder and I was a speed guy, you're a speed guy. So I think we can, we can relate, but I think two things that you could be working on right now that are going to make your speed even faster, especially if you don't have a plus arm is being able to close your ground to the ball more quickly and fielding the ball and then getting it out of your hand to the cutoff man or to the base as quickly as possible. So number one, you can toss the ball straight up in the air and practice your timing of catching the ball with your glove foot and then transferring into a throw and get some momentum. And then the same thing with a wall, just toss it against the wall and go slow-mo through fielding it with your glove foot down with your glove down next to it and make that a routine. Cause I feel like as a coach, I'd never work on that with my players in practice cause there's just not enough time to do everything. And so I right. feel like that's something that they should be doing on their own. This is a perfect time. You had the question during quarantine, what can I be doing? This is something that's going to make you faster. It's going to make your arm stronger without getting faster or without strengthening your arm. Yeah. It's funny, man. It's like, I feel like my dad's like sitting right here when you said fundamentals, bro. My dad was like right here. Like, yes, that is key. Because at the end of the day, what about the Washington nationals last year against the Milwaukee Brewers, a routine line drive to oh, the right fielder. And he missed it. That's it, man. You see what I'm saying? So it's like those plays mean something, right? Like, being able to be fundamentally sound on everything you do is crucial. My also, one of my things is not only like, it's just footwork, bro. If you want to be a great baseball player, you got to have good feet, man. Like you're saying, like whether you're a speed guy or you're not, you got to find things that work for you. And so I think for you, man, it's just like, like you saying, I mean, if you want to do little drills like that, bro, knock them out. Cause guess what? You could do a hundred of them and you're not tired because you can focus on the things that you need to focus on because I'm always going to be good at the things I'm good at right? Let's just make those things that we're bad at something that we're a little better at, you know? Because I can tell you, man, the, the higher you go up the ranks, the more film they get on you, the more holes they can expose. And at the end of the day, man, they know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> With where analytics are today, it's crazy. So I think for you, man, it's just like Joel was saying, man, do those couple little drills, right? Kind of like in your mind, do some visual drills, right? Work on your timing, you know? I mean, because it right now, bro, it's like, you have to be creative on how you're going to train because the monotony of doing things every day is you're like, Oh man, I got to do this again. <laughs> yes, you do, bro. Yes, you do have to do it again. You know? So find what works for you, bro. Enjoy all that, man. Because remember, bro, it's possible that we may never have something like this for the rest of our lives. So kind of find the silver lining in it and make sure you come out of this better than you were when we first started. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it, man. Yeah, Dude, man. I like this kid, bro. I like <laughs> this kid, bro. I got him. I was checking him on Instagram, bro. What'd he say? Can't spell fame without me. Hey! <laughs> let's go, son. <laughs> what a guy. That's right. Good I see you, bro. I see you, bro. I checked that Instagram feed out, homie. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on. You got anything else for us real quick before we bounce on out? Yeah. What was your, what was your favorite memory of playing in the MLB? Oh, yeah. it's hard not to say, baby. I'm standing right there, bro. Hold on, let me go back. Let me go back. 2009, bro. Jam job ground ball off Shane Victorino, right to Robinson Cano. He throws it over to Mark Teixeira, bro. And all of a sudden, it was like we were world champs. And there was just this explosion of sound that I can't even, like, I can't even come close to, like, explain how loud it was or just the feeling that you got over your body. But it was almost like all that hard work, bro, paid off. Wow. And for the rest of my life, bro, I'll always be able to be considered a champion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I pray to God, bro, that happens for you too, homie, because I'm telling you, man, there's no better <laughs> feeling in the world, bro, because you are ultimately standing on top of that mountain. Yeah. Even for a brief moment in your life, you're, you, you were considered the best. Yeah. 
And come on, bro. Like, I'm watching Michael Jordan, bro. And he was like the best <laughs> every day. I was the best because I was part of a team, which made me feel amazing, you know? Sweet, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for That's joining awesome. us, Cameron. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, okay. keep grinding, homie. We'll be yeah, following thank you, you for man. having me. All right, yeah, man. You take thanks. care of yourself, thank baby. You. Yes, right. sir. You too. Man, that kid right there, bro. He's, yeah, I like that kid. <laughs> It's That's crazy, cool. man. It's like, That's cool. it's funny because it's like there's, you, you can get so technical with things, but at the end of the day, everything boils back down to fundamentals. I remember, bro, even like for myself going to my first instructional league, right, with the Oakland A's, and that's all we worked on, bro, was like fundamentals, 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 right? Yeah, because <laughs> like, guys come from so many different backgrounds yeah. that you got to make. Uh-oh, we lost Craig. Yeah, you got to find something. You got to find something. Even for us, like, you know, this year with the Yankees in minor leagues, bro, like the fundamentals of things, Miguel Cairo on the infield side is nasty awesome. And I swear, by the end of the work, bro, he sweats more than the players do, you know? So it's like being able to go back to something that you're so familiar with, I think that's where the fundamentals come into play because once you get into those big situations and those huge playoff-type mentality games, then you're not scared of that because you know what to fall back to because you've done it so many times. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to actually um, hit on something. I wrote down this note from what you were talking about <clears throat> with fundamentals um, with Cameron. I, I think you mentioned, you, you mentioned um, the play in, in the playoffs last year. Yep. And the thing is, I think in the travel ball world, in the youth baseball world, players are and, and parents watching i need you guys to listen to this because this is important this is this is from my experience i feel like players don't get the opportunity to experience what it's like to have a single play matter or not matter because the way that they're playing travel ball it's tournament style so they're not just playing to play and get better they're playing to win on sunday so right. i feel like they they take everything to the next level so where on that play like that's that that play in the outfield that you were talking about in the playoffs. That's a game on the line type play. Oh yeah. Right? And that's not going to happen every game. It's not going to happen all the time. I feel like at the youth level, that's happening every weekend for these players. And it's difficult for them to kind of separate that. You're going to make mistakes from the mistakes. Not that bad because it's really not, you know, the playoff game. It's just, you made a mistake and you got to learn from it. Yeah, but I think that, that comes from just the pressure that people put on these kids. Right, right. Right, like, you know, th there shouldn't be any pressure on an eight-year-old winning a championship. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you no know what I'm saying? Like, just, that, I would want, you know, it's funny, man. I, I think I said this uh, maybe last week. Uh, a buddy of mine that I played with, um, you know, good MLB player, and he had a son, and he was playing Little League Baseball. And so the coach went up to him and was like, hey, man, is there anything you want me to work with your kid on while you're gone? Obviously, the coach was kind of sucking up to him, saying like, hey, you know, I want to make sure I, sh make sure I show your kid the attention. And my buddy looked at him and said, make sure, make sure he wants to play next year. <laughs> and it was just like one of those things where this is a major league baseball player who played for 10 years, by the way, and said to the Little League coach, make sure my kid wants to play next year. And that's so powerful. Because, like, bro, why are we putting so much pressure on our kids to be, like, great at eight years old? They don't know how to be great at eight years old. They're still learning about themselves. And like right. you're saying, bro, like how you said, like, I hope, I, hope you're, I hope you're Mike Trout, but I hope you go through some problems to get to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. I think we put a lot of pressure on our kids. I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, that's talking to the parents. So what do I know, bro? I mean, like, (laughs) you know, Joel, you're a little different. Your kids in high school, you know, you understand how it is when you go through the ranks of that. Mm -hmm. I'm still coming up with that, man. Still kind of learning. So, yeah. I think the pressure is just all put on by the parents and, and the coaches at that level. I think the kids are truly going out there to play and compete and they're yeah. just doing what they're told to do in a sense. They don't really know better. So I feel like there's, there's going to be a, a shift soon, sooner or later. Um, but yeah, we got two more callers to get to one thing. I want to read off Facebook before we get to them from Christian Crimmins. I've been going to Yankee games for over 40 years and never got a foul ball. Second home game of 2009, Swish tossed me a ball during BP. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Swish. Hey, bro, you are welcome, my man. Hey, bro, like, come on. It's just stuff like that just, like, fills you up, right? Because it was just something as little as tossing somebody uh, a, a foul ball meant that much to him. Like, bro, this is awesome, dude. That just made my day, by the way. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. 40-plus years. Hey, if I see you again, I'll hit you with another ball, bro. <laughs> Well, here we go. We've got Cam Wells. He is at Miami-Dade College. Got some serious power. Got some serious speed. Cam, welcome to Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. What's up? What's up, Cam? How are you? Yo, Cam, what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing amazing, man. I was checking on that Instagram feed, bro. I was watching them swings. I know you've been working. I know you've been grinding. Been trying to get after it every day, man. Yeah, it's got to be tough, man, you know, trying to make sure you get, you know, get everything done you know, school-wise, and then make sure you come back out, man. It's like, we are just talking, I was just talking to the kid before, it's just the monotony of doing things each and every day, right? It's like, you want to try and get yourself better every day, but it's like, it's sometimes hard when you're doing the same things and trying to be creative with how you train. Yeah, it's it's definitely hard, like, um, especially with everything shut down here and finding a place to actually, like, work out and hit because a lot of stuff is closed here. So it is, it's a grind. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it, man. But it's funny. It's like, you know, I, I talk so much about just trying to find the silver linings within everything. But like we say, man, like be better off, be better than you were when we entered all this, right? Because like right. after this is all over, it's, and we talk about this, it's going to be very apparent who was working and who wasn't. Especially yeah, when, it, when it's time to go back to the grind and then it's time to go back to work and start getting back to like baseball. So... Right. I love it, man. I, I, I love the fact that everybody, Joe and, and Craig, everybody that's called in for all these things, man, these dudes are grinding. Like, they're working. I mean, they're working for something. And it's like the hunger. And I remember when I was y'all's age, like, just trying to figure it out, right? Like, this is right. what I want to do. And there's nothing else. And I'm, I, this is it, man. That's all I want to do. And so it's so cool, man, to, like, talk to y'all, man, because I know that hunger you have deep within you, bro, could be the thing that makes it or not, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, what you got for us, Cam? What you got? Well, I wanted to ask you, like, um, how did you deal with that verse? You know, coming up, and uh, I saw that you was drafted in the first round. So I know a lot of people had a lot of expectations for you. So yeah, how did you deal with those things? Yeah, you know what's funny, man? It's like um, I remember my senior year in high school, bro. I didn't get drafted at all. And it was yeah. soul crushing. <laughs> I mean, like, my dad played in the big leagues for 10 years. I set the state record for home runs in West Virginia, bro. Like, come on. Like, at least give me a phone call, bro. Like, hey, Swish, hey, man, we'll give you like $1,000, bro. You want to come play? I might have gone, you know? But it was like, that was, that was that first piece. of That's that first little adversity that I've ever gone through. And it hit me in a way, bro, where it was just like, no way. No way this is happening. Like, I want this too much. Like, I, I, I have to have this. It meant, 
it meant more to me than most. So from going from an undrafted player in high school to being a first rounder out of college, bro, was like, that was that, 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 uh, that momentum that I needed because I was like, bro, I could do this, man. I could do this. I could play with these guys. And then you're going to run into your problems too. But I think for myself, when I got to the big leagues, man, that's when a lot of things really start to happen for you. The business side of the game starts to come out a little more. And for myself, man, that was when I knew that I needed some help. And that's when I started to go and, you know, and I had a guy, I had a doc that I worked with and it was more of that mental side that I was focused on. Obviously, bro, I know you're going to put the weights in. I know you're going to keep your body in check, but just like even the dudes we talked to here, play ahead of the game, right? Like work on this guy, because I'm telling you, bro, when you're hey, bro, I went 0 for 28 in the big leagues, bro. 0 for 28 in the big leagues, bro. Like, come on. It's the most embarrassing thing ever trying to go out there and try and hit when you're 0 for 20. But I could, I could tell you this, bro the grind that you're going to do and the work you're going to put in, the confidence and the work ethic that you put in gives you the confidence to deal with that adversity, right? Because sometimes you just got to go in the cage and grind through it. Sometimes you just got to hit till your hands are bleeding, right? Sometimes you just got to just repetition, just do repetition, repetition, repetition. But also too, I think for myself, the thing that I enjoyed a lot was the visual aspect of it. When I'd go home, I'd, I'd have four bats in my head, right? On the guy that I was playing the next day. Because obviously in the big leagues, you know, you know the schedule. You know who's pitching. Mm. So for myself, when I would go home, I'd be like, all right, man, who we got? Oh, man, I, I never forget, man, I faced Randy Johnson, bro. I was like, oh, my gosh, big unit, bro. He's going to be throwing a gazillion, bro. I can't wait for this, you know? So that's what I did. I went home, and I just visualized about it. And I was so nervous before the game started. But then I looked back, and I was like, bro, I just had four at-bats off Randy Johnson last night. I'm ready for this. You know what I'm saying? I was already there. So I think for where you are right now in your career and what you want to accomplish, man, dream, visualize, put it out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you got your boys. I know your guys are going to help you grow and you have your village that'll help you get there. But it's not always easy, man. And you're going to run into those tough times. It's just a matter of how you individually are going to handle that. Because I can promise you, bro, if you get knocked down and you don't get back up, we'll come get you, bro. And we'll pick you <laughs> up. We'll be like, hey, Ken, you're too good for this. You're too good for this, you know, because it's at the end of the day, man, everybody's trying to be a professional baseball player. 0.05% of them will make it. Mm. What are you going to do to be that 0.05%? What are you going to do that somebody else isn't? What are you going to be able to do that gets by the adversity better than somebody else? It's so individualized, man. It's tough because I want to give you a certain way of going about it, but it doesn't always, my way is not always the best way. And like Joel was talking about earlier, dealing with adversities in your life, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help mold you. It's going to shape you into the man that you are about to become. Mm. So that's right. what the cool part about it is, man. Is it, it's not always easy. That's what makes it great because not many people can say they did it, you know? All right. That's, that's true because, like, one thing that I've, I've been working on lately is the mental aspect of the game, like um, trying to remain confident because, for me, that's my biggest problem is remaining confident. Like, I'm not – a big guy that can handle going over four, over eight, or like just going over in a tournament or series. Right. 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 So like that's what I'm trying to take this somewhat off time. Yes. To like figure out like get everything tightened. So because I'm gonna continue to hit and stuff. So I know my physical part is gonna be up to part. So I just gotta get my mental. That's it. And, and, and by the way, that that's your grind. Everybody's got a battle, right? Some people don't right. have the physical abilities mm -hmm. that you have. But then again, somebody else might have a stronger mind than you. 
But for myself, I see what Michael Jordan did throughout his career and how he just made up competition with just random people about random stuff. You know, he's like, man, he didn't say hi to me. Oh, that's it, man. It's over. I'm going to put on him. You know what I mean? So I think for you, it's almost like if you want to be confident, it's the work that you put in prior to the game that makes you confident. All right. All that hard work and everything you put in leads up to that. Because I can promise you, bro, at some point you're going to go 0 for 4. And then I can promise you at some point, if you continue to grow, you're going to go 0 for 8. And by the way, it's going to suck. And it's horrible. But, like, come on. Like, the things that you'll learn from going through those struggles is way more than the 4 for 4 that you took away from, you know? All right. Because you're like, bro, I'm supposed to go 4 for 4. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, like that, that's the confidence because every time I got to the plate, I expected to get hit, right? But I didn't, right? Like, nobody's going to do that. Not even the best in the game. So I think for you, bro, this is awesome, man, that you're ahead of the game and you're looking within yourself because this right here, bro, these six inches or eight inches or whatever it is, man, this is what's going to separate guys because the, the, uh, the physical ability of a lot of you guys is out of control. You guys are so much better than we were. But that mental side is what you can really work on. And I commend you, bro, for looking within you and saying, man, I'm not good at this. And for working on that. Because a lot of guys, it's hard for them to work on things they're not good at. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. So I think for where you are, Cam, man, I'm so proud of you, bro. Because you're looking within yourself and you're you're creating the entire thing. It's not a piece-by-piece thing. You're creating the whole player. And I'm proud of you for that, man, because a lot of guys don't look at it that way. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to create ways to, like, just help me mentally. Like, when I get in a cage or something like that, I'll put in my AirPods and I have, like, I Google on YouTube. Yeah. Fans screaming so I can, like, get used to it and just just come up with creative ways to, like, just learn how to just focus and take everything step by step. Instead of, like, whenever I do get into that moment and I just crumble, you know? Totally. So, Totally. And by the way, Cam, if if you ever do get into that spot and you do crumble, that's okay. That's okay, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, even the best sometimes fail. It's okay. So I think with where you are, man, because I've seen your swing. I love what you're doing, bro. Your lower half is spectacular. Continue to keep using those legs. Stay connected within the body, right? Stay short, stay quick. Because these dudes throwing 100 miles an hour, bro, you don't have to hit it very hard. You just got to hit it on the barrel. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So continue to keep grinding, brother. Work on work on that mental side of the game, man. And by the way, us over here at Prospect Dugout, bro, we're proud of you, man, because you're looking thank within you. yourself and you're finding the things you're not good at, and that's awesome, bro. That's great. Yeah, thank you. You got it, man. That's it, baby. Well, continue to keep the grind, bro. We'll be following you. All right, thank you. All right, hey, man. Hey, take hey, it wait, easy, wait, Cam. Hold on, Cam. Stay stay here for a second. I just want to I want to touch on one thing real quick. To keep, I know that you probably know this, but just to keep this in perspective, that 0 for 4, that 0 for 8, remember you don't have total control over that because you can hit a bullet at the center fielder for an out or you can get jammed over the first baseman's head for a single. So you got to keep that into perspective as well. If you're, if you're 0 for 8, but you've hit seven lasers to the right fielder because I know you like to go oppo and a laser to the shortstop, like, dude, you're 0 for 8, but like, I'm, I'm okay with that 0 for 8. I don't want to go to the cage and say, what do I need to work on to change it? I would, I would suggest that's, that's a situation where you could fail in a different way. You could take a negative situation that's perceived and turn it into a real negative situation because mm-hmm. 0 for 8 with 8 line drives is not, to me, that's not negative. To me, that's good because you're not playing for stats right now. You're playing for your career. You've got to learn to battle through 
adversity, through failure, through challenges. And don't, I guess what the point is, don't put yourself into a situation where you're, you're taking a perceived failure and turning it into a real failure. Just make sure that you, you're staying you know, aware of that. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, man, it's all, it's all about who's, who's watching you. You know, just like Joel said, like you might be 0 for 4 with four lasers to the second base. Right. And you might be, you know, kind of in your feelings about it because it's like, oh man, I took it 0 for 4. But the scout, the evaluator in the stand, like his report looks totally different than your 0 for 4. And the same way in the minor leagues, when we're talking about development on, on our side, you know, we're not necessarily looking at the stats. We're looking at, okay, how, how well is this guy making contact? Is he making consistent contact? Is he making good contact? Yeah. There's a big difference in good yeah. and bad contact. I like that good contact, bro. I like <laughs> exactly. that good contact. <laughs> Everybody does. That's what gets you to the big leagues. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, just it's all, it's all perspective. And I think sometimes you can get wrapped up in the, in the stat game because everybody does Mm -hmm. and if your goal is bigger than you know where you're at right now then you got to put your focus on that and say you know that's where I'm trying to go all right I got you I got you all right Cam Cam, dude thanks so much for joining us man it's great to see you again thank you all right baby take it easy brother all right all right so I seen that dude on Instagram he mashes bro Okay. mashes he's definitely hey, miami did ain't no joke either no heck no mm-hmm. heck no heck no um so i said we had two callers but um cam was gonna be the last one because nick's got a bounce he's got a legit instagram live make sure after you get off this facebook live <laughs> head over to instagram follow at your boy swish we got he's uh-huh. got hey man it, 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 yogi bear it would have been his 95th birthday y'all i gotta bounce out man i gotta roll <laughs> So, we, underst- we understand. <laughs> so, this was the third episode, man. This is great. Like four, four great callers that, you know, talking serious questions, yeah. diving deep, really, really getting to understand this next generation of baseball player. And I think answering these questions is really going to, you know, have an impact on not just other players, but parents too, and kind of, you know, changing their perspective. Yeah, totally. I think because, you know, I mean, I mean, these guys are the next generation of our game. Right. If we want our game to continue to keep being awesome, we need these guys to step up and be the guys that we need them to be. So I think just in general, man, this is dope, bro. Like yeah. so much fun, dude, talking to all these guys. And just it's crazy because everyone has kind of a little different perspective of how they're going about it or different personalities. And it's going to be great to watch these dudes grow, man. It's going to be great. That's it. For sure. No doubt about so it. So I wanted to thank all of our audience members on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, Twitter. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you want to be on this show, or if you just want to submit a question, not in the stream, but actually to us directly, go to prospectdugout.tv backslash, backslash swish to submit your question, <laughs> and uh, we'll try to get you on the show. Uh, for my co-host, Craig Maddox, and the star of the show, Nick Swisher, I'm Joel Hartman. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Nice, bro. Want to have your question answered live by Nick Swisher? Head to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question now.